0: Well, welcome to another episode of Beard Songs and Theology, episode
1: 12. Do, is it Dose?
0: Yeah.
1: Something like that? Or Dense? Dose? Yeah,
0: I think it's Dose. Number a, 12. Yeah, here we are.
1: We are here. It's
0: a, it's a big party.
1: It's a podcast party.
0: Podcast party. Man, I love. I do love podcasts, I gotta say. I'm glad that podcasts are making a comeback.
1: Yeah, I like other people's podcasts, but I kind of feel it'd be kind of pretentious to say I love my own.
0: Yeah, I just like the podcast world. How about that? I like it. And we get to be a small part of that.
1: I went iPhone, so I have like the legit podcast yes. app now. Yes,
0: welcome back. Ryan has come back to the family.
1: To the to the side that works. I've been back since uh, January. It's It's going pretty well it's, so far. Yeah. But, you know.
0: Is there anything that you miss about your Android phone?
1: I miss the customization of my home screen. Yeah. And the back button.
0: I know. That's my number one miss from my Android phone.
1: But they didn't have this in the iOS that I had before I went to Android. They have the back application button now, so that helps a little bit. It's still not the same, but...
0: Yes, I agree. But it's, it's helpful. It's a step in the right direction. And they finally have a legitimate, like, options for your lock screen. For like widgets and stuff, mm-hmm. and more options to reply to <laughs> messages and things. Right. Finally, yep. I miss that. So there but, you go.
1: Yeah, it's good to be back. Well, welcome back to the iPhone and to the podcast.
0: Yeah, it's been. It's <laughs> Remember been that time
1: we said we would get back to making them on a normal schedule?
0: Yeah, I think that every podcast that we do, every few weeks, that we're like, oh, we'll be back next week. Yeah. We'll right. Be. Sorry, but we're back. And we got, you know, all kinds of things to talk about. We do. First thing, beards. I have a shout-out first. Okay, for all right, shout-out.
1: Shout-out to Brian Sharp for wearing the kilt and playing the bagpipes. It was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you rock, Brian Sharp. You keep rocking that kilt, too.
1: It was pretty cool.
0: He's a very good bagpiper.
1: He is. Like, sometimes when they come out like that, like, the guys have trouble starting this the sound. Yeah. And I've never played bagpipes bagpipes before does it work like you inflate the bag and then you squeeze it with your arm is that mm-hmm. kind of how it works yes well like when they start to try to like get it going a lot of times like they don't get it going all the way right. at first and it's like and then it goes mm-hmm. he didn't do that yeah he's a boss it was like instantaneous a, on key it was great
0: yeah he's very talented so you rock brown sharp rocking those bagpipes and a kilt it takes a real man to wear a kilt. It does. I've not worn a kill. I need to
1: get one. Let's do it. I am Scotch Irish. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I could
0: pull it off exactly. Well, let's talk about beards and the fact that yours is shorter.
1: Oh no! Is this the first podcast since I cut it? This is it. Well, I think we've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. And you don't grow a beard in a moment of passion. That's we true. Talk about that a lot. Yeah. I didn't cut it in a moment of passion either, though. I thought about it for a long time. Okay. And just to reset, it'll grow back.
0: That's true. It will grow back.
1: Everyone's like, oh, your beard looks so nice now. I'm just like...
0: Like it didn't look nice before. Right.
1: That's the. <laughs> I'm like, thank you for that. It's not a, I really don't care. Yeah. And it's going to grow back, so don't get used to it. Boom. And then they're like, oh, man.
0: Was it also because of hunting season?
1: Yeah, that was a big part of it.
0: How's that going?
1: Well... I've been hunting for a long time. Yeah. Since I was a kid. And up until last year I'd only seen three deer. So I believe that's that would have been like fifteen years of Mm. hunting. Only seen three deer. So pretty terrible. Okay. And then last year I saw a bunch of deer. So this year I'm like, it's go time. It's coming. Yeah.
0: Now are you are you bow hunting?
1: I'm bow hunting right now.
0: Wow. That's cool.
1: So first open a day we saw five deer, but they didn't get within bow range. So bow range, for me, is if it's a if it's a good broadside quartering away shot, forty yards. Anything okay. else, thirty yards. I could shoot my bow farther than that, but you don't want to risk it with a deer, with an actual living thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, so they got a game pretty close. Okay. So we saw five deer the first day, uh, and then I went another time, and ha- my hunt was cut short by storms and uh, falling trees. It was pretty scary. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. when you just leave. I was trying to leave, <laughs> and the storm was coming pretty fast. And it started raining and lightning, and I, as soon as I closed my door, it started like like pouring and hail and everything. It was pretty scary. Wow. But a tree fell down like 40 yards in front of me, I was trying to book it out of there really quick. That's your cue. And then the third time I went, didn't see anything. Saturday night, I saw a bunch of deer, but they were too far away and behind my stand. And then just to toy with my emotions, so you have 30 minutes after sunset to shoot. So a lot of people don't realize it, but when, at the evening, there's still light after sunset because the light waves refract around the earth, kind of. yes. So, it was like two minutes left of shooting light. So, I start getting ready to get down from my stand and everything. And as soon as I start to get down, there's a deer like right below my stand. I'm like, of course. Thank you.
0: <laughs> he yeah. has his watch on. He right. knows. He's like, okay, it's safe.
1: So, that's how my hunting season's going so far. But wow. this is the year. Yeah. It's going to happen.
0: You got this. If nothing else, you get to go and sit and enjoy
1: it's very peaceful. Some solace. It's one of the few places where I can pray peacefully. Okay. Like a lot of times, like, my mind's so scattered and busy. Mm-hmm. Like thinking about everything. It's one of the few places where I can just sit down and, like, actually stop. That's cool. Because a lot of times you don't have cell, cell service or anything like that, which helps.
0: That helps. Yeah. So your phone's, it's out. Yep. It's just you and the deer and the Lord.
1: And heights, which I found out I'm scared of this year. Okay. Beast but enough about me, James. All right. Let's talk about your beard. All right. Well, it's, it's out there. My
0: beard is still growing. I did shave my mustache the other day because I just couldn't do it in my like mouth and stuff. It just was getting unruly. So I shaved it. But have not shaved the beard, so it's going. It's still growing. It's very curly. And when I get out of the shower or the pool or whatever, it's like super long. And then it just kind of...
1: shrinks back up.
0: But that's cool. I'm cool with it. It's a thing.
1: How long has it been now?
0: Um, It's been uh, since January. So we're into month 10.
1: This would have been my year if I would have kept mine.
0: You would have finished it?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, there's always next year.
1: Always next year, I guess.
0: A year to a beard, a year.
1: See, if you keep growing yours, it can still be curly, but it, what if it just gets like normal, like a long yeah, beard, like but it'll be curly?
0: Old. I don't know. I'm just going to keep letting it go and see what happens.
1: And then you, what if you got like hair straightening serum and like just straighten it out?
0: <laughs> that would be a, a something to try. It might mess it up, but then I could just start over.
1: Hmm. It's pretty long.
0: It is. I like it. People like actually like come up to me and they're like, "You have a really long beard now." I'm like, thank you. I feel a little bit Amish, but who isn't?
1: Eat your vegetables, kids.
0: That's right. So there you go. Ten months. I'm going to do it. I'm committed to the end of the year, and then we'll see what happens. Well, good luck after that. So there you go. Beard updates. I, do, I need some new beard, like, um, oil or something. I'm in a rut. We
1: need to make some. Yeah. You need to come over to my house, and we're going to make some beard oil. All right. Done. Decided.
0: Next podcast, we will talk about the beard oil that we make. All right. Cool. That's a project. We need some side projects.
1: We can make you some beard balm, too.
0: Yeah. I need some of that, too. My stock is out. So you go. If you're growing your beard out there, keep on doing it or don't just follow your heart.
1: Follow your arrow, man. Follow
0: <laughs> follow <laughs> your arrow just like Ryan from 30 to 40 yards away. He will shoot you. Cool. Well, there you go. There's some beard talk. What about uh, what about
1: music? What's going on? It's not happening. Not happening. Music is not happening in my life right now.
0: Man. That's sad.
1: I had to stop playing in church. Yeah. I had to do like baby duty. Yeah. So I had to be a husband and I dad mean, first.
0: Kudos to you for doing that. It's awesome. I
1: guess. <laughs> I love some people hanging though, I kind of feel bad about it. But yeah. I didn't leave my wife hanging, so that, that's more important.
0: That is very important. You should not leave her hanging. Yeah. That doesn't work out.
1: But uh, also in the switched iPhone I haven't converted all my songs over yet. So my phone is musicless. Oh man. So it's been all podcast.
0: Okay. Well, that's good well what kind of podcast are you enjoying
1: i found a new podcast called the gritty bowman okay and it's all about bow hunting wow and it's these guys out west and they do a bunch of stuff like uh there's one guy named aaron snyder and he hunts with a stick bow like with a traditional longbow okay and wow it's just a bunch of rednecks talking about hunting all the time that's
0: uh, that sounds like something you would enjoy yeah I don't think I would totally enjoy that.
1: a podcast James would want to listen to. That's I'll put it on my list
0: on my yeah. queue.
1: And then last time you'd mentioned a podcast in our last episode. What was it? It was about like a new take on historical events. Oh, revisionist
0: history. Yeah, with Malcolm Gladwell.
1: And then the very next day, I listened to ten minute think through with Airhead. Yep. And uh, Jared. Had mentioned the same thing. I was like, you guys were the same Jared and I
0: are on the same wavelength. You are. You're so similar. We were instant friends. The first time that we did like a Google Hangout or something, it's like, man, we got this. We're cool.
1: You're totally similar in a bunch of ways.
0: Yeah. Jared, you're a cool guy if you're listening to this. And I knew you would love Revisionist History because it's awesome. Let's see. podcast that I'm listening to right now. Um, I, my favorite podcast, revisionist history is done for the season. So that one's over. Um, I like, I really like a podcast called song exploder where the host talks to um, a band or an artist and they talk about how they wrote a song and they break down like all their demos from like iPhone voice memo recordings all the way to a mastered track. It's pretty cool. And uh, that would be a
1: bad podcast for Andy Hill to go on. Yeah. Because they'd be like, how would you write this song? And he'd be like, I had a dream. Yeah, I had and, a dream
0: about sharks and swimming yeah. and high school, and then I wrote the song. But the coolest one is um, Rivers Cuomo from Weezer, and his songwriting uh, process is, is unbelievably weird. And exactly after you listen to it, you understand Weezer a little better. Yeah. But he has this really intricate system of taggings and – Finding things. Pretty cool. So, if you like music and you like um, details, Song Exploder is very cool. Um, I think we've both been listening to Doctrine and Devotion.
1: I kind of took a little hiatus. There's a lot of episodes. Yeah. They put out a lot. Also, I'm not, I don't know. Like Sometimes I get an icky feeling with some attitude, Mr. Thorne. I love you, but... Sometimes you just got to cool it a little bit.
0: (laughs) Well, there you go.
1: I think sometimes they can wave the Reformed banner really hard.
0: They are very Reformed. Yeah. And proud of it.
1: Yeah. Which is cool.
0: Be proud of, of what you believe. Right. But the more that I am like working in churches and being a part of the church, the more I want to connect with people on where we can connect you know right. i think there's sort of a there's sort of an angst that you can get about yourself and other people that use different methods or you know technology or not technology or too much technology and you know format and all that stuff i I care a lot less about that yeah and i really am starting to just care more about being together as a community on Sundays and worshiping together. and
1: Let's make the main thing the main thing.
0: Yeah. And if you do it in a certain way or a different way or with screens or without screens, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I care if your heart's in it. I care if you care about the community you're a part of. Um, because to me, it can be a show, a production with bad value but still be a show or it can be a show with great value and be a show but it can also be a great worship opportunity with or without good production right so like i'm a fan of good production i like good sound systems i like good media but that can't be it but also removing that isn't a good choice either like well we stink but we love jesus like okay that's fine but if we're if you're a community of people seeking after Jesus, I'm pretty cool with that.
1: Yeah. I think my biggest thing is I get distracted because like I do play music and yeah. like I hear I like the planning worship services and stuff like that and so like if I hear a wrong note or if I hear a wrong chord, it distracts me. Mm. So it's I have to really try to focus in when I'm a participant and not a leader.
0: How do you do that? Do you have any encouragement for people like
1: I pray a lot, okay, that's good, uh, and that's something I't know so I don't know if I hear something one, it's been really helpful. I'll pray for the leaders of our church on Saturdays, like before Sunday's even started, like so as yeah. they're preparing, as they're going in, you know, praying for their preparation, praying for their hearts. And then praying for me to be responsive to the Spirit and praying for, you know, my heart and for distractions to be gone and stuff like that. So that that's one of the biggest things. But then, like, actually during the service, like, if I hear something, I'm distracted. I'm just, like, I'll probably say 60, 70 times during the service, God help me focus on you. Hmm. Just over. And maybe that's stupid. Maybe it's not. I don't that's know.
0: not stupid. I think that's good. I think it's it's good to recognize that and then just try to position yourself back in that place. And I think people are distracted by different things. Right. So I think that there's no like universal, oh that's a distraction, that's not a distraction. I think it's just about recognizing where you're at and trying yeah. to I don't know.
1: And I've I've tried to make it a principle of my life to question or negate feelings with true statements mm. and biblical statements. So like Okay. So say we're we're listening to a song. One of my I hate being sung to. Like, hate it. It's just like a personal pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing that people in churches shouldn't do. I just don't like to be sung to because I want to sing. Yeah. Like I want to get up and participate too. So if if it's a time to sit down in the service and they're gonna sing over us. Mm-hmm. I'll pray, hey, shut up, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Shut your mouth. Your feelings are bad right now. You're being critical. <laughs> God, help me focus on you. Help me to see truth in this song. Help me to, you know, hear yeah. what you have for me to learn in the song. So,
0: you know, one thing that I have started doing leading and my wife does this so well is preparing people for something that we're going to sing, especially if it's a new song. Um, I wouldn't say that we do a lot of songs that we necessarily have people sit for, but there are a lot of songs that we sing that are new or maybe they don't really know. Um, But we want to give that sort of framework to receive that. And I think kind of exactly what you're saying is, you know. So Cami does a great job of introducing a song, giving people something to sort of uh, sit with. So when they experience that, it's not just like, oh, that's pretty, that's a nice thing. It's like, okay, I'm tracking, I'm tracking with that. And so we'll read scripture, we'll pray, we'll talk about the song, we'll do something to sort of set up that moment and then and then kind of go for it. And I think that's been really helpful for people. Um, the thing that I've tried to do more than anything in the last year is to pull apart and kind of break away any... Uh, Space between a performance and people actually worshiping, and so if you know if I can speak into what we're doing, if I can encourage people, if I can be honest about my own struggles, if I can say why I picked this song, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that opportunity to say that. If I can tell people what songs we're singing on Sunday, I will tell them that you know, Just so because I want them to participate and I want them to be on board with what we're doing, unless like shock value, like, what? You just did this? Like, that doesn't matter to me anymore. I think that used to matter to me a lot. Like, you just need to come and see it. Just experience the thing. Mm-hmm. And that's not bad. I just, I feel like I'm at a place where I want people to actually experience it with right. me. So let's go there together. So I'm just going to try to bring them along with us. And uh, I think that works. It's been It's been good for us. So... There you go. Cool. I did find a cool new band the other day.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: Okay, so I'm part of this record of the month club, right? Magnolia Record Club, Drew Holcomb, awesome musician, awesome band. Um, And so every month they pick a record that, they send to everybody that's part of the record club. So, uh this last month's record was Hard Love by Need to Breathe, which is amazing, mm-hmm. right? It's awesome. It's awesome on any format. Super awesome on vinyl. So they just released next month's record and it was a band that I hadn't heard of and so I went and looked them up and it is a band called Joseph and it's three I think they're sisters. And they are on tour right now with James Bay so which is awesome because james bay is amazing and they just have this really interesting cool sound lots of cool like harmonies and a interesting mix of like acoustic guitar and electronic stuff and rock and roll it's very cool Hmm. so if you haven't listened to them and probably you haven't because i hadn't even heard of them uh They're called Joseph, and they're awesome. And it's perfect music for this weather. Driving with your windows down, just crank it. Sweet. So there you go. There's some new tunes for you. Also, I test drive all my music with Lionel now in the back seat. And if he likes it, we're tracking. So we've been listening to Need to Breathe on the way to school. That's cool. So we're rolling to preschool, listening to Hard Love. And he's just bobbing his head. And I'm like... This is, this is what dreams are made of.
1: Dr. Fleener was telling me the other day how much she loves Lionel. Oh, yeah? I was like, yeah, you do, because he's awesome.
0: A, he's a ve- everyone at school knows him. Like, I walk him down the hallway, and all the teachers are like, hey, Lionel, Lionel, Lionel. I'm like, um, I saw someone out somewhere the other day, and they said, oh, you're Lionel's dad. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. You have
1: a new identity now? Yeah,
0: and I will take it. I'm pumped about that. I'll be Lionel's dad I'll be known as that anytime. So, there you go.
1: He's a pretty cool kid.
0: He's a cool kid. And Amy Lou, she's cool too.
1: But they're very different. I guess Emily is cool. Yeah.
0: Emily's very much a cat and she doesn't care if she if you think she's cool or not.
1: Yeah. Me and Emily used to be best friends, That's but she's true. been giving me the cold shoulder lately.
0: Yeah. It happens. It's okay. It's a season, man. Yeah. You just ride it. It's a she's testing you.
1: I'll still be here when you get over at Emmy. <laughs> When She's the boys in. of summer are gone, I'll, I'll be here. That's
0: right. You're staying.
1: Yeah. Brown hair shining in the sun. That's right. Got your shades Shades on. Man. Well. Now I've got that song in my head. Way <laughs> to go, Ryan.
0: Good job. You will take it with
1: Don you. Don Henley.
0: Good old Don. Well, there you have it, folks. We did it. We're back. Maybe we'll have another episode next week. Mm-hmm. Maybe we won't.
1: We didn't talk about theology today, so maybe next episode we didn't. should be well, all theology. Yeah,
0: we'll, we need to find something like really good that we can talk about.
1: Yeah, we need to have another guest on.
0: We do need a guest. All right, we're going to find a guest and talk about theology, and we're going to make some beard oil and balm.
1: We should have Dr. Collins on.
0: Oh, man, that'd be cool.
1: We should make some beard oil. Have him try it on his goatee and then talk about theology. Perfect. Done.
0: We'll see what we can do. Well, thank you for listening. This has been Beard Songs and Theology. And as always, beard on. Beard on.